Hey, Feasters, and welcome to episode 230. Can I give you a bit of a kick in the butt today? You aren't annoying if you're sending a lead value. If they think it's annoying, do you really want to work with them anyway? Welcome to the Ask Res Podcast. I'm Jason, and I'm here to help you get past those bumps in the road, those struggles, those things that hold you back from building an amazing and profitable freelance business each and every single day. I was invited to be a guest on Freelance Chat. This is a Twitter chat, and if you haven't seen it, it's awesome. It's a great group of people uh, where every single month they talk about a freelance topic. And because I am an avid fan of the follow-up, they invited me on to talk more about it. And in that conversation, I was asked, a few of us are clearly uncomfortable with the idea of seeming like a nuisance. Have you received a negative response to multiple follow-ups? Following up with someone after they have expressed interest in you is not being a nuisance or annoying or bothersome. Unless you are emailing them every day with something like just checking in. If you have an email that sounds like, hey Pete, I was thinking about your project a little bit more and came across this article that talks specifically about that one thing. Here's the link if you have a few minutes to check it out. If not, the big takeaways were item one, two, and three. Hope you find it useful. Best, Jason. For whatever reason, most people as a service-based business get all messed up in the head the closer someone gets to becoming a client. Anytime they see an email address, they ask, can we add them to our email list? Can we send them our weekly newsletter? Yet as it gets closer and closer to the sale, they start to shy away from that. It's very much a mindset that you have to put yourself into. One that in the beginning of starting my business, once I realized that it was just business and that if someone thought me sending them an email that's helpful is annoying, then we ultimately weren't a good fit to work together anyway. Imagine you walking into a store, let's say a car dealership, and as you walk in, you immediately go towards the car that you're interested in. You open the door, you sit in the driver's seat to see how it feels, you hop into the back to see how much leg room there is, and you come to the point which you need some more information. So you seek out a salesperson. She comes over to you and you ask some questions about options and colors, maybe if they have it in stock, and she answers all of your questions and then go ahead and takes you on a test drive. As you walk back into the dealership, you realize that you're completely alone. Even the salesperson who is right behind you coming through the door is no longer there. Now what? You're ready to sit down and go over financing. You're literally standing there ready to buy and wondering what's next. Now I ask, what's annoying now? That's what it can seem like for your leads. They opt into your lead magnet or fill out your contact form. Maybe you have a few back and forth emails and even get on the phone with you and get to that proposal stage where you actually hand them a proposal. Then it's radio silence. The lead is wondering what happened. Seemed like things were working out, but they may be wondering what's next. Even with the proposal in hand, they may have some questions still. In fact, there's a good likelihood that they do. 
Here's the thing. People, humans are embarrassed to ask questions. They don't want to look like as if they don't know something or even more so during a negotiation, they don't want to appear that they are at a disadvantage. You can leave it up to them to reach out. That's all well and fine, maybe. But what if they have a question that your very next email in your follow-up sequence answers? How would that make the lead feel? They would probably feel like you fully understand them, that you can help them with their project and where they want to go. What if they had some questions about your process further than what you have already explained on your website or during the call? Now your second follow-up explains in further detail what it is like working with you. Now they are feeling pretty great, I would assume. I know I would if I was them. They, they're getting their questions answered and you are exhibiting that you've been doing this for a while and understand yet anticipate what they're thinking about. They are in your sales pipeline. They are on your list. If you are quote unquote annoying them, they can click that link at the bottom of the emails and unsubscribe. But I have never had this happen once because they are obviously taking some time to want to learn more about what I can do for them. If we had a call, then it's even more apparent that they want more from me. At that point, I'm really trying to add more value to help them make a better buying decision. And that's to go with me. At the very least, if you feel like you're bugging someone, remember this. There's an unsubscribe link at the bottom of every email going from your ConvertKit account, your MailChimp account, your Aweber account, whatever platform you're using. So if you have a sequence set up, you don't even have to worry about actually clicking that send button. It's done for you. Above all else, if a lead responds negative, negatively to you providing them a follow-up sequence that's helpful, answers questions, and positions you as an expert in your field, then are they going to respect your experience and expertise during the project? Probably not. Better to find that out now rather than later. If you have a question, ask Rez. Find me on Twitter, at Rez, or head on over to my website, Rez.com. If you sign up to my newsletter, I'll send you how to get the best clients. Until next time, it's your time to live in the feast. <laughs> <laughs>